start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. That was pretty good, Nick. It's almost like, like you knew what was about to be said there. Weird, yeah. Like, um, I, like I made it with, yeah. with Sam. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is the White Cat Outdoors podcast, and we've made it all the way to episode 62 today. And we had a listener, I forgot already. Flying Leap Flying Games. Leap Games. I couldn't remember if it was Fly or Flying. Flying Dang. Leap Games is who it was. Uh, they sent us, they commented on a post and said that they wanted to hear just craziest our, stories. Yeah, our craziest hunting stories, scary, crazy hunting stories. And we decided to put a little bit of a twist on it just to have some fun and do a little giveaway for you guys and we're gonna do two truths and a lie two of us are gonna tell a true crazy hunting story and one of us is gonna lie to you total bullshit the whole time credibility is gonna be shot tonight yeah big time shot and you guys get to guess who's telling the truths and who's telling the lie and, and if you guess correctly what could possibly happen well so here's this is i'll break it down for you tom in case you want to submit uh so, you know, Sunday we release a podcast. Every Sunday. Monday we make a post on social media about it. What we're going to do here is all you got to do is share our post with the podcast being released on Monday. Uh, tag three of your buddies in the post. And then you're going to DM us who you think told the lie. And if you're right, your name goes into a hat. And then we're going to draw, you know, maybe at the end of the week. Um, we're going to take a drawing. And the winner is going to get a free White Cat t-shirt shipped right to your door pretty wild very so, wild not as wild as these stories though yeah that's what's crazy about these because everybody you know i hope everybody that listens has had the opportunity to experience deer camp yeah. and if you've been to deer camp enough there's always somebody you know that likes to embellish a little bit mm -hmm. tell stretch the truth on some stories yeah. so tonight we are going to have some embellishing going on there's two stories that are no bullshit 100 percent true and then we're going to just throw one one in there and if you can guess it right, you could be getting a free T-shirt. Could be a top pin action T-shirt. Could be a white cat OG. Whatever yeah. you want. We get to choose. I don't I'll, know. Do I'll, we, let, are we I'll let them choose. Okay, you get to choose. <laughs> top pin action, white cat OG. Um, so, like Nick said, when you see the post on the gram, share it. Tag three of your buddies and then DM us the right answer. Yeah, just like that. I'm sure. Are you going to outline that in the post? Oh yeah, we'll just outline that, it in the post. Okay. And of course, you got to be following us, but that's easy. Yeah. Just a clip. And try and tag three people that aren't following us. Yeah, yeah. Tell three people that don't know about us. It'd be wild. Yeah, yeah. Grow so. the following. Get get us some more listeners, guys. Yeah. Bring them to the table while we talk about the outdoors. Wow, good. That was well, seamless. That was perfect. perfect. Wow, we're just in syncrasy here. <laughs> perfect syncrasy. <laughs> so that is a word. It is. Wow. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Usually shapes, but apparently he's a he's a, a thesaurus. To, a thesaurus, if you, yeah, even better than a dictionary. Um, so, Frank, do you want to you want to kick us off here with the first crazy hunting story? Yeah. 
Mine's probably the truth. Or Could is be. it a lie? We don't know. That. We is know. one of the mysteries. You don't know. <laughs> Cave's a hundred years old and has a thousand mysteries. So there I was. A thousand years. <laughs> Go ahead. There I was. Up in Alaska, and I was still in the, in the learning process of just running the river and the whole guiding stuff I was learning from my dad and Brad and just getting learning the ropes, basically. And I had just started running a jet boat on the river. And it's honestly, that's like the hardest part of guiding up there is just running boats. And since they're jet boats, if you get like anything into the jet, you have no power. Now, what do you talk about? Like a jet boat? Is that like a, a mini jet engine? Is that what you're... No, no. It's okay. instead of a propeller that pushes you it's like a jet turbine that like forces yeah it almost looks like you have a turbo on the bottom and it sucks water up through the bottom and then pushes it out of the top and if you get anything in the bottom called the foot like seaweed or rocks you don't have any power a fish yeah a fish um a beaver moose knuckle any of the above no power so you always have to make sure you and you can run them in super super shallow water so it's not like inconceivable to get rocks and shit in them. And the one camp where you come out of this little side slough, it's slack water. Um, as soon as you get out to the end of that into the river where the water's freaking ripping, there's a bunch of weeds right at the mouth. So there's like one tiny little chute where you can get through without fouling up your foot and losing power. And it goes right into a bend right after that. And so anywhere there's a bend in the river, it's always eroding away at the side. And they're called sweepers is what everyone calls them. The trees start to lean over and they get, you know, parallel with the water. So right outside of the camp there, it's going right into this bend. And there's trees all over the place laying down in, uh, into the water. And so I'm coming out. My dad goes out ahead of me, and we're going upriver to go to the next camp. And as I'm coming out, I I missed the shoot by about that much. And for those of you listening, his fingers were very close. Yeah, so I didn't miss it by much, but I did miss it. Sucked up some grass into the foot. And so I had no power. power. You nailed it, Nick. Have you run one of these before? All the time. I've been guiding Alaska for... 20 years could be four lies yeah so i had enough head of a steam going enough of a head of steam going to drift is it a jet boat or a steamboat frank to drift out into the main river so as soon as i get out there i'm at the mercy of the current because i got nothing on my motor and i start drifting towards those sweepers and i was like oh shit like and that's like the biggest thing that everyone says is if you go into the sweepers you're done you're rolling your boat like that it's a bad day. No, nothing good happens. So I'm like starting to go towards these sweepers and I'm like in panic mode. My, I can see my dad like looking back to make sure I made it out and he clearly sees I didn't make it. So he starts whipping around and then I like go towards the sweepers and I'm like trying to like push myself away and there's no paddling your way out of it, you know, because like there's paddles. But when the current's ripping eight miles an hour, you're not paddling away from anything. Gotcha. So... I'm trying to like get towards the sweepers and push myself away from it and it it wasn't happening and it, the lip of the boat 
the edge of the boat catches the one branch and it starts to tip it. Like I was, oh boy, it was going. I was like full panic, and it's I start taking water and immediately I like push down really hard on that side and I get myself like wedged underneath the tree and I'm like holding the tree in the boat and I'm trying to balance it because I took on a lot of water. Like it was, there was not how much. How many buckets full? It's tough to say how many buckets, but it was a lot. Like I was, I, I was, I probably had like an inch and a half of the hall left before it was completely swamped. Yikes. And I'm under this tree, just balancing it, like holding my feet up on the tree and hands on the side of the boat, just trying to balance and hold myself up. And so I can't do anything to get myself out from under this tree. I'm just stuck. And I lost sight of my dad because I wasn't paying attention. And then all of a sudden I see him running down the bank and he's like right on the edge, right by where this tree goes into the bank. And... I was like, do not get in this boat. Like, if you step into this boat at all, it's going to sink. Because there, there was nothing left clear in, for the hall. Like, it was ready to sink. As soon as we put any weight in, it was done. I have one quick question. Hmm. This might be stupid. Um, most boats that I've been on have a drain plug. Why that didn't only you just works. pull the plug out, let the water out? You said it might be a stupid question. And it was. It's a very stupid question. It was a joke. I know, Tom. I know you can't pull the what drain a, plug out a, when it's underwater. What a jokester. You can as long as you're moving. Yeah, well. I was not. Anyway, continue. You're yelling at your dad. Yeah. So he's like trying to assess the situation. Like, what are we going to do here to keep from sinking this boat and me friggin' drowning? And he's like, do you have your Leatherman? I was like, Yeah. He's like, all right, give it to me. Every good highway man has one, right, Tom? Exactly. This is true. And the tree that was leaning, it was probably an 8 to 10 inch diameter uh, pine tree. So it was a pretty healthy tree. And I was like, what are you going to do with a Leatherman? Like, you sound dumb. And he's like, well, just sit tight. Because we didn't have a chainsaw. Did he tell you to the- whittle sticks, pretty much? Like, his. I th- as I'm balancing myself, I throw him my Leatherman, and he starts cutting on this tree, and I'm like, "What the? What is going on?" And he's cutting and cutting and cutting, and it starts to like tip, and when it like started to take some weight off it because I was underneath it, it actually like let the boat lift up in the water a little bit, so I had a little bit of clearance. So he jumped into the boat and was like balancing it, and he's like, "All right, make sure your the foot's clean." You know, so as soon as this drops, you got to hammer dick it and go because if you if you just sit in the current here with this tree and it, it's we're gonna sink. So he's like just one little stroke at a time. Like, okay, it's about to fall. It's about to fall. It's about to fall. And like it was right there. He's like, all right, start the start the boat. So I fired it up, and he's just still barely touching it. And finally, it falls, and I just slam it. And then he almost falls out when I hammered the gas, and I pulled back into where the uh, camp was, into all that grass, and just slammed into the bank and almost sunk it there too. But it was shallow there, so it wouldn't really mattered. And like it was like in the moment, like I was pretty cool. Like I obviously I knew it was a really shitty situation. Like mm-hmm. this could be like be a really really bad day like you this is how like the majority of people that die up there 
that's how they get tangled up in sweepers sink their boat and that's how almost everyone dies up there that and plane crashes so in the moment like i wasn't really Never thinking a lot of shop vacs were that big of a problem up there yeah it's pretty crazy so get it because it's a sweeper yeah i get it i can tell jokes too tom <laughs> so so yeah i was just like afterwards i was like wow that was that was kind of a shit situation my dad's like yeah, my heart was pumping pretty good for a while. I was like, honestly, like, my heart rate didn't really go up, but, like, it's pounding now that, like, we're out of it. Like, in the moment, I was just like, okay, this sucks. Let's let's figure out how to get the hell out of here. And looking back, it was like, damn, like, that was that was pretty scary. But so that that's probably, like, the scariest thing, like, the closest I have ever come to a legit disaster in the woods or while hunting and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it, it wasn't my first year in Alaska, but it was my first year in like a moose camp learning yeah. how to guide. Yeah. Sounds kind of fishy. Don't know if I believe it, to um, be honest. It's, it's pretty believable. That could happen. Well, I guess we'll uh, leave that up to the listeners. I guess we believe. will. So, who, Nick, you, yeah, you, I, you're the next one? Yeah, I've got a for sure truth story coming wink, right down wink. the pipe. Yeah. So, there I was. I'm just kidding. Frank, can I get a beer real quick while you're down there? Yeah, dude. He's not actually. <laughs> so, my story takes place a few years back, rifle season. Um, me and Tom were on, probably, I think, like a long weekend excursion uh, up to the farm and going doing a little rifle hunting. And, uh, you know, we've been up there for a few days, and I was headed to a certain stand we call the gully stand. And the way the uh, the gully stand goes... It's you, out in the middle of a field. It's actually really <laughs> close to a gully. Um, Who'd have thought? But basically, uh, you drive to like the other side of the farm, park um, down by this like great vineyard, and you walk up the trail, you go down through the woods, um, and then you know there's like a cut in the, go- or, like, in the gully that comes back up, and that's where that gully stands at. So <clears throat> I'm uh, walking up this trail, and actually this is... First year, my dad came home after, shortly after he went to Alaska, and he had used these, what they're called brute straps, which is like a sling for your gun. Mm-hmm. It's like rubber. All those rubber ones. Yeah, yeah. and it really locks to your, sh- to your shoulder. It's really, really nice for a lot of things. Um, also not so nice in other situations. One other aspect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had one of those on. I had my 7mm weight strapped real tight to my shoulder and this yeah, those is mi- things even when they're loose they just that rubber just grips your clothes exactly. so well yeah, you so can really try nice. to make it fall off and it's holds on tight yeah it's really nice um so i'm hiking up the trail and it's great for i mean your hands are free you kind of just do your thing walking in uh, this is i was going in probably like afternoon ish mm-hmm. um and a little bit of snow but not much i'm going in for my afternoon hunt and i get down the trail and it takes like a 90 degree bend before you cut up they're probably 60, 70 yards up there. There's a tree down in the bottom of the gully that has the lock on that you're going to. And just as I turn the corner, uh, there is, at first just saw an animal, very quickly realized it was a bobcat. Within Pretty sweet. Yeah, really cool for about a split second. Um, <laughs> when I turned the corner, this bobcat was about 10 yards max away from me. Damn. And within... Uh, the blink of an eye, it was now zero yards in front of me. 
for whatever reason, this bobcat freaked and it came straight at me and like from probably, I would say at least five foot out, just launched itself right at me. So I quickly go to defend myself, try and get my gun off my shoulder and it locks right on straps. I literally, I couldn't get my strap off. So now I'm starting to panic. Bobcat locks onto my legs and I'm like shaking it with like my knee, trying to knee this thing off of me. And finally, like I, I got my gun, like wrestled that's like in front of me. And I finally like use like the butt of my gun. Sorry. I keep moving away from the mic. I'm gesturing. Really getting into the story. Yeah. <laughs> so like this Bobcat like locks onto my pants, starts like clawing up and everything. And I shake it off. And as soon as it like hits the ground, I dropped my gun to my hip and shot just like trying to scare this thing. Um, and Bobcat takes off running into the weeds out there. I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, what the hell was yeah, that? Exactly. I was like, what just happened? Like, first off, we've only ever seen, I personally never seen a Bobcat on that property. There was rumor of a Bobcat being up there. There was a consensus among, amongst most of us that there was no Bobcats up there. Mm-hmm. So for me to see the Bobcat in, at first was insane. Oh, there he is. And, oh, shit. Yeah, there he is. So, um, I looked a little bit, never found the bobcat or anything. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, it wasn't like I killed him or anything. It was literally he attacked me. I was saving myself. I had no idea yeah. what I was getting into. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, I was like, that was crazy. So I actually just finished my walk to my stand, climbed up like nothing else had happened. Um, <laughs> and I actually Snapchatted Frank and Tom pictures of my pants. Mm-hmm. And they were all, I mean, shredded. Like looked ridiculous, and Frank thought I went through a pricker bush. Yeah, because I, I actually commented that it was from a bobcat attack, and Frank thought I was joking. Ha ha, good one. Yeah, and Tom, same thing, thought I was joking, and uh, the other guy we were up at camp with uh, also thought I was joking, and I was like, "What? Well, screw you guys! Like, <laughs> you don't have to believe it. It's whatever." So I finished my hunt, didn't see shit. Um, I get back to camp, and they're like, "Okay, let's hear the story." I'm like, first off, let's go take a look at my pants. So I bring my hunting <laughs> pants in, and there's paw prints, like muddy paw prints all over my pants. There's like claw marks through it. Like, I mean, you can see right off the prints. Like, it's mm-hmm. clear as day. There was a feline creature. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so now it's like, oh, shit. Okay, so there actually was a bobcat. And now they're panicking, thinking, like, did you get scratched? Like, what's going on? I'm like, no, no. Like, I checked my I got no scratches, nothing like that. Um, start looking over my gun. Need new pants, though. Yeah. <laughs> But got to pull chocolate pudding in my underpants. Uh, no, so then we start looking at my gun, and I've got like a bunch of bobcat fur like jammed, like beside the scope and like where the action for the bolt is, mm-hmm. like because it had literally like locked on right there. So it was like at that point they're like, oh, maybe is- you saw a bobcat. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no shit. So that was what able able to confirm that like yes, there was a bobcat. Like mm-hmm. he was in contact with me. It was insane. Could have gone, I, like, I was astonished because, like, I looked it up. Bobcats don't attack people. Yeah. And when I tell people, they're like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. I was like, it did. I'm telling you right now, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only people, I mean, I know, you know, people believe it. People don't believe it. Listeners may think it's a lie. I don't know. Tough to say. Um, but it was wild. And uh, I haven't been attacked by a bobcat since. I have not seen a bobcat since. Uh, while hunting so he got the word out not to mess with that guy yeah basically uh it was white cat versus bobcat and the white cat won every time yeah so um that is that's 
the wrap up of that story. I mean, like I said, it's pretty short, but it, I mean, it literally sounds like a lie. Could be a lie. I don't know if I'm believing it. It's tough to say. I guess the listeners will have to decide on their own mm-hmm. if that was true or not. Yeah, it was true though. We've got one story left, is and it it's truth? mine. Is it a lie? That's for you to decide. But I think Nick knows where I'm going with this story. This is the turkey hunting in the middle of the state. I don't know. This was oh yeah, oh yeah, three years ago. I don't know. I'm bad with three four times. Three ago. four I, years yeah. ago. Uh, fresh driver's license on our belt. So if that's any indication, more like four or five I was years. Say, I that's guess. more than three. Yeah. Anyway, me and Nick, we get this bug to hunt new territory. We've been turkey hunting behind my grandpa's house since we were. I know I was 10 when they started the mentor hunt, so Nick would have been... what, knee-high to a grasshopper? I was going to say that. (laughs) Anyway, so me and Nick, we're like, we got a fresh set of wheels. I think actually Nick had his license, and we were were going on a turkey hunt. And there's a big hunk of game lands in the middle of the state, and... That's good beer. I was aggressive. (laughs) And me and Nick are going to go hunt it, and... So we wake up at like two in the morning and get in the rig and drive. It was like two and a half hours to this spot we were turkey hunting. And Nick mapped out where we were going to set up. And this entailed a, I think it was like a two and a half mile walk back into the woods. Today was like, you just start our so home. you're going to be getting in there late. For we turkey. left at like two in the morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, we left really early. And we got there at like 4.30. So it was... We had, we had plenty of time. Mm. We had it all mapped out. Anyway, we take this several-mile hike back into the woods, and there's, like, this field in the middle of the woods, and there's, like, a ravine right behind it. And Nick's like, this is where the birds are going to be. And Mind you, we didn't ever do, like, any boots-on-the-ground scouting. This is all just from a map. Yeah. And we set up here, and like a switch, we sit down, and it starts to rain. And it's not just like a light rain. It's it's coming down. And I don't know if we just didn't check the weather. I'm sure or, we didn't check. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm certain of it. We're there and we're getting soaked. And we can't hear anything. And Good thing it was a short walk back to the truck. Yeah, well, we weren't going back to the truck. We were turkey <laughs> hunting. And it's raining and it's raining. And it sure did take its time getting light. And it finally gets light. And I think, you know, it it started to settle down a little bit with the rain. And we did hear one gobble. And that was about it for the morning hunt. So we're like, well, now what? We have no idea really where we're at. We just were in the middle of the woods. We Mm -hmm. thought birds are going to come out to this field. And it didn't happen. We were planning on being done by now. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really good on paper. Of course. So we decide we're going to hike up our boots and we're going to go on this little walk. And we decide, you know, birds, ravines, open fields. They're not in this open field. Let's walk along the edge of this ravine. And I'm terrible judging feet, but it's it's a big ravine probably, I don't know, 80, 90 feet down I mean, the bottom. I mean, we're in the stretch of the Allegheny Mountains, if that gives you any idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's deep. Yeah, it's big, and I'm walking right along the edge, and Nick's right next to me walking, and we're walking every 
hundred yards stop call stop call and we're just not having any luck so we actually found this little ditch and laid down in the ditch took a little power snooze and got recharged and got back after it and it's I don't know probably 10 o'clock at this point so we're I, 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 like I said, I'm bad at judging, but it was two miles to the spot, and we'd walked for two hours calling and stopped. It and was like a, I know by the end of it, it's like a 12 mile loop. Yeah. So we did some walking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, after we get charged up from our nap, we're back, boots on the ground, as my boss liked to say. And we're doing the same thing, walking and calling. Well, starts raining again, and I don't know why. I just, I like to be right at the edge of the gully and I'm walking and slip on some leaves and go down. And I'm not kidding you. It felt like I was falling for 20 minutes. It just like every, everything went into slow motion as I'm sliding down the edge of this ravine. And I mean, I can see the trees whizzing past my head and I'm like, how steep is it? Um, yeah. Effing steep. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, you're going to have a hell of a time walking up. Like, you know those ravines? I was at the top, like, it's also slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like, Just well. watching me race down to the bottom. Yeah. But you know, like, those ravines when you're walking up them, you're, like, grabbing trees yeah. and pulling yourself up? That's, the, that's that. this ravine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going down. Mm-hmm. And I see these, like, I don't know how it happened, but I didn't hit a tree or I didn't hit a rock. On my way down. All I remember is crashing into the bottom, into this giant creek that's obviously at the bottom of the ravine, Mm -hmm. and just getting absolutely soaked. And luckily, it's only like two or three feet deep. And it was raining, and the current was going pretty good, but it, I mean, in two feet of water, I was able to get up, get myself up, and I wasn't sucked away by the current or anything. But I'm sitting there soaked, and I look up, and Nick's just like ghost white. And <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I got to get down there because mm-hmm. like, I don't know what happened on this trip. Like I like it happened in like slow motion. Didn't appear like he hit anything, but like I just watched him drop like ninety real, feet. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, like Tom said, you have to like hold on to stuff to get down this thing. So I'm like panic, like okay, I got to slowly get my way down there. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching Nick come down, and I'm trying to gather like. What the hell just happened? How am mm-hmm. I? Like, I I mean, I had brush burning shit on my chest, but, like, I was like, how do I not have a broken bone or a mm-hmm. broken leg? Like, I just. Well, that's what I was expecting, because I'm like, I've watched Tom take some tumbles down while we're skiing and, you know, watched him shatter his collarbone. Like, and I'm thinking, like, He's we're. fragile. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> there's got to be something broke. There's no way there's not. We are miles yeah. from the truck. Like. It was just every bad thing's going through my mind coming mm. down this hill to Tom. Yeah. And Nick gets down there, and he's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know what happened. I don't think anything's broken. I haven't really moved. I'm a little <laughs> bit afraid to. And I stood up, and obviously, I mean, I'm sore. Like, yeah. I'm not going to not be. And i you know, stretching my arms, kicking my knees, and I'm like, a Everything's intact. I lifted my shirt up. I wasn't gouged. I just had some scuffs and everything. I'm like, I think we got lucky on this one. Yeah. And that this is how I know how steep it was when I told you you had to pull 
Because you had to go back yeah, up. Yeah, we had to go back up. <laughs> and, <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. So we get back up, and it's like 11 o'clock now. And I'm like, Nick, I'm I'm done hunting. And he's like, yeah. yeah, well, we still have like six miles back to the drive. <laughs> well, and a little side little tidbit of information. I like to throw that word in there. I haven't done it in a while. Tidbit. Uh, it has been a while. <laughs> um, this is post my bobcat attack. So I have ditched um, shoulder straps by this point. So mm. I've got my gun in one hand trying to get up this mountain back could've up. Could have used the brute. At yeah, could have used the brute. So that was a, just a little fun fact on the side there. Another I, little side story. Uh, about 100 yards into our first walk, like to the original setup, Nick stops and he takes his boot off. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I have a grounded. blister on my heel. And I'm like, that sucks. And he pulls his sock down, and it's it's bleeding. It's like all like, It's not like it's red. It's it's just bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's, like the big flap of skin hanging off. And nice. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, buddy, but we're still going. Actually, what <laughs> yeah. I ended up doing was like rolling my sock because I had like knee knee high socks on, um, mm-hmm. and I just rolled them down to like get like a two inch wide, like thick piece of yeah sock. And tucked that on the back of my heel for padding, and finished out the hunt that the way. But 12 I mean, twelve miles. Oh, it was ridiculous. I mean, my foot was, it was screwed. Well, it's a good thing Tom fell and got your adrenaline up because I'm sure you didn't feel it anymore after that. I forgot about it for quite a while, actually. <laughs> uh, we haven't hunted this property since. <laughs> really? We, yeah. We have not been back. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Kind of left a, left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but. Honestly, not really sure if I believe that. I don't know. Well, you were there, so. To <laughs> mm. be frank, call. do you believe it? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Could be true. Could be a lie. Yeah. That's for you to decide. You could have been lying, too. I, Hell. So could have you. I could have been. been lying. They all could be lies. Yeah. Just kidding. They're There's not only one lies. lie. Yeah. And it's up to you guys to figure it out, so. Yeah, pretty much like I said earlier. Um, it'll be in the post, but. Um, Monday, when we released the uh, post about the podcast, share it up, tag three of your buddies in it, and then uh, you're going to DM us on Facebook or Instagram and give us who you think was telling the BS story here. If you're right, your name goes into a hat, and you just might win a t-shirt. So Exciting stuff. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, And, I mean, while you're at it, tell us some of your crazy stories that have happened out, yeah, please out do. in the woods. Um in, Maybe you know, next time we'll have three truths and a lie. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to keep adding. You know, could be a few more lies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, tell us your stories. And obviously you're going to get more stories if you get outside. 